Hello and welcome to Something in the Stars Astrology Podcast. I am your host, Kelly, and today, Kathy and I will be reviewing the forecast for April of 2021. Please sit back and enjoy. All right. Hey. Hello. April. April. (laughs) Yeah, 2021 is cruising right along, is it not? Yeah, it's weird. I'm. I mean, I know it's March when we're recording this, but I felt that winter was going to be a lot longer, and yes. all of a sudden we're in spring, and I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we're recording this on. Um, I love this three thirteen. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and it's like almost sixty degrees out. So, mm-hmm. yes. And uh, a year today was when we yeah. went into lockdown. Yep, a year today. Today, a year ago, I was supposed to be going to a dance event and it got canceled. And I had the day off. So I still took my day off and I ran errands. I was like, I'm going to go buy some stuff. Exactly. And then we knew that they, and I checked my email just to be like, what's going on with work? And they were like, hey, the board is meeting. We'll have a decision by Monday. And then I I think I got a text from my boss or whatever. But basically, it was like, go to the office, get your stuff. You can work there today if you want to. Oh, yeah. But by the, the end of the day, you need to grab all of the things that you need to work from home. We're working yep. from home until further notice. And I'm right. still working from home. There you go. I know. That's so. Yeah, it was supposed to be two weeks to get our numbers down flatten the curve and no no nope. people can't play by the rules so no people can't act right <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah Stop. I know I I said we were we went to the grocery store I remember that night and it was in like just a zoo you know and I'll never forget standing in line with my husband and the lady behind us was coughing this terrible cough yeah and she <laughs> was not covering her mouth and she was ah. like coughing all over the food. And my husband and I literally looked at each other and we're like, let's get out of here. <laughs> you yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm going to be one of these people that like after this is all over, mm-hmm. I'm still going to be wearing a mask when I go out in public. Same here. Especially during cold and flu season. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. I, I'm yep. wearing a, you know, I'll start a cult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I told my mom? I said. I have too many cool masks that I still need to wear now because I actually did kind of start, (laughs) you know, putting them with my clothes. (laughs) (laughs) I need to wear these. Well, one of the things that that has been discussed is, and I forget where I read this, so forgive me, but uh, it was basically the reason cold and flu season has been better is because one, we've been trying to stay the hell away from each other, but two- the wearing Mask. of masks. Yep, absolutely. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'll just be doing this for forever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, and a lot of countries have been doing that for a long time. Yeah, Japan. They yes. always China. do that. Yep. Yeah, China. Absolutely. Yeah. So. So there we go. But anyway, yep. mask wearing aside, <laughs> let's talk about April. Sounds good. Um, first aspect is Mercury going into Aries. 
Yeah. Okay, so Mercury was in adversity in Pisces. So I have a feeling that Mercury will be like, yay, I can dry off. Yeah, I can talk again. Yeah. (laughs) But that's just the thing. Mercury's talk is a bit fiery. Yes, exactly. It's a little bit um, snappy. Um, The one thing I was thinking about was, you know, beware of jumping to conclusions and becoming Mm -hmm. defensive, um, road rage, that type of thing, you know. But I also see Mercury because, I mean, let's face it. I mean, Aries can be quite charming. So I could also see Mercury in when Mercury is being good, like being very quick witted and, and funny with like, you know, quick comebacks and just snappy little yeah. things to say. Witty. Like, yeah, very yeah. witty. Totally. So yeah. I could, I could see that. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking beginning new projects, mm. you know, processes, getting active again. And, and generally that's when people start, you know, if you're an exercising type, <laughs> yeah. You're out there, you're, you know, jogging, running, walking, whatever, you know. So I think that will be good for it, too. Yeah. And here in the Midwest, you know, the weather's starting to get nicer, you know, and I do. And with Mercury being thought, like, I think people will be thinking about, like, what are the things that I want to do? Because Mm -hmm. Aries is the sign of doing. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, we'll be able to we'll be able to think again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and maybe plan again. Nice. And then up next, Venus and Aries will sextile Mars and Gemini on April 6th. Mm-hmm. So sexy transit, <laughs> easy flow of energy transit because yeah. sextile. So... Right. They're getting a nice little bump, even though Venus and Mars don't always see eye to eye on things. Right. But yeah, like you said, I mean, this is, well, this is kind of a sexy transit. So I always look at Venus and Aries anyways, it's this like the sensual fire goddess dance, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, and especially with that sextile to Mars um, and just Jumping into a little further, um, Venus and Aries in that spot is in the is the ruler of the third decan. I know a lot of people don't understand that language, but um, basically, it's kind of her home if she can be at home yeah. in Aries. So, yeah. well, yeah, and the other good. cool thing is that she's having a conversation with Mars, and she's in Mars's home space. Yeah. So Mars can at least be like, hey, you know, I know you're in my domain. It's not really your jam. Right. Let me let me tell you a little bit about how to navigate it a little better, though. Yeah. Like there's there's that conversation like he can help her figure out like, OK, so you got to be there. But here's how you have fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. And it's kind of I mean, Venus is not foreign to getting attention either so no you know thinking about that as not only getting attention but communicating i deserve that it's good you yes know? so yes 
Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. So. Yeah, actually, I had a note in here that said, work it. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. So I don't know that that'll be that'll be a nice couple of days of just like feeling yourself feeling doing things that I I see this as doing things that feel good too. Mm-hmm. you know, yes. so absolutely. And then next on April 9th, <laughs> <laughs> We have Neptune and Pisces, square Mars and Gemini. Mm -hmm. And so what I had written for this one was splat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. It's not productive at all. (laughs) No. I mean, Mars might be trying to do something, but it might get murky. Yeah, I feel like Mars is like, like, I I have a really great idea. Mm Mm-hmm. But Mars keeps losing it. It's like on the tip of the tongue, but yeah. there's something that like keeps distracting. Right. Because Neptune always makes things really foggy. Yes. Well, and it's kind of like going down a rabbit hole with no purpose. Yeah. Like there's, you just, you go down there and then you're like, what was I talking about? <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> or... It, it's like when you're on the internet and you're like, and you you go to look up something very specific because it's practical. Yeah. And somehow or another, whatever you looked up makes you think of an actor. And you're like, I wonder what that actor's up to. So you go and you look yes. <laughs> at that actor to see what they're up to. Then that actor mentions something about pasta and you're like, ooh, I'd really like to have that recipe. So then you go yeah. and look up that recipe. Right. And then you see how many carbs are in it. And you're like, ooh, I yeah. shouldn't be doing that. Is there a keto version of it? And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you just yes. keep zigzagging keep across. And yeah, yeah, so it's kind of like, you had a plan, a splat. Yeah, it's just not. <laughs> well, the other thing I was thinking too is, you know, Mars and Gemini wants to, he, they want, he wants to talk, you know? Um, yeah. But the problem is with Neptune and Pisces, squaring that is that maybe people can start they'll start talking too much you know when a kid is making up a lie yeah like and then we went to here and but we had to do this and then blah 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 and it becomes like this tall tale or whatever so yeah just yeah. beware of that <laughs> mm-hmm yeah. Well, because Neptune likes to dream as well. Mm-hmm. I can also see this being like you kind of like start daydreaming about the things yeah. that you want to do. Right. And like and a few days later, you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> that's that's not going to happen. It was nice right. to think about it, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm not going to be an Olympian. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Exactly. That kind of stuff. <laughs> or when you wake up from that dream where you thought it was real and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, I got so much done in this dream. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, no, it was a dream. It's yeah. not real. So, yeah. I could see this one, though, being a good transit to do liminal space, witchy style meditation stuff. Yeah. Like you might not be able to do anything here constructively and the land right. of practical things. Yeah. But in the astral plane, you might be able to get some shit done because yeah. let's face it, time exists differently there. Yes, <laughs> and that's true. You know, so you might be able to do like some cool meditation stuff. Right. So you could probably have a to-do list there. Yeah. 
So see how much you get through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, I could totally see that being like a constructive way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And then we get the full moon. Oh, excuse me. And then on April 11th, we get the new moon in Aries. And we have basically a planet pile up in Aries at this yeah. point. Because, well, I'm sorry, let me forward this to yep. April 11th. So on April 11th, <laughs> actually just a little bit before, um, we have Chiron, Mercury, the moon, the sun, and Venus all in Aries. Ooh. And that's, <laughs> Aries is kind of like a signature for the month. So mm. I thought it would be fun. <laughs> To see yes. what to see what Vadius Valens, a Hellenistic era astrologer, had to say about Aries. So I'm just gonna read a little bit from the anthologies book one. Uh, thank you, Chris Brennan. This was documentation from your course. Um, Aries is the house of Mars, a masculine sign, tropic, terrestrial. Governing, fiery, free, upward trending, semi-vocal, noble, changeable, um, public, civic, with few offspring. (laughs) What else does it have to say? So Aries is by nature watery with thunder and hail. Oh. Yeah. I love how... I'm like, there's like, there's a lot of good things about Aries, but the one thing we have to remember is that Aries is like the warrior god. So yeah, we'll rain down the fire upon you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just be careful. <laughs> so what else about Aries? Um, free, governing, bold in thought, boastful, great hearted, mm-hmm. restless, mm-hmm. cardinal, <laughs> yeah. unstable, haughty inflated intimidating quickly changing and wealthy uh when the house rulers are favor favorably situated and have benefits and benefits and aspects kings and powerful men are born so aries is in short aries is bringing the fire yeah (laughs) i'm about it yeah and with a new moon that day in Aries all I can see when I visualize it is like that seedling under the soil pop Mm -hmm. when it has that first like little tendril come up you know yeah it's all that information that's been you know activated and Mm -hmm. then it comes alive so yeah well the Aries new moon to me is basically another signature of spring Mm -hmm. because it's like you want to start something yeah Here's the day to start something because it's a new moon and, you know, a cardinal is initiation. Mm -hmm. So starting new things is perfect. Aries new moon. Yeah. We're back to the beginning of the Zodiac. So all those beginnings. Yeah, exactly. And I also think of like the fool and the tarot. Mm. Yeah. Where I mean... Like if there's a tarot card that I think of, of like, of like this type of thing, it's just kind of like, okay, lift off. We're just yep. going to jump gonna, in. 
We're going to do the thing. We're going to try the thing. Maybe it'll be great. Maybe it won't. Some people right. are telling us we're stupid, but eh, whatever. <laughs> we'll try it. What's the worst that will happen? Right. <laughs> you know. Fail? Oh, well. Fail? Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but that's, but that, I mean, with, with the things that I listed, I mean, that's, that's Aries just kind of like, go forth. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And I, you know, I was thinking too, like, because we've all experienced like this weird last year, I also feel like it's a good time to put in everything we've learned in the last year. Hopefully we've yeah. all learned something and really put it into action, you know? Mm-hmm. So, well, and this is a good it's a good look back time too to like when Aries was the full moon mm-hmm. to see what was going on there, maybe. Because right. wouldn't that have been in sep- end of September, early October? Mm-hmm. I can't remember when it was. Yeah. Yeah, I can't either. But yeah. time is a mush. <laughs> <laughs> right. My God. <laughs> so much. Yeah. But that's a good point. Like whatever you were doing late September, early October, or maybe thinking about or learning whatever lessons, mm-hmm. maybe it's time to put that into action. You know? Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And then on the 14th, we get Venus and Taurus. Yay! I'm so excited about this. Yes. <laughs> Mainly so just because Venus is in her home sign. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that like as she trucks through, um, let's see, because that's going to be 30, 60, 90. I know that as she trucks through Taurus, she will have to square Saturn and Jupiter. Now, the Jupiter one, I'm not so worried about because when you've got two benefits squaring each other, it's still a very constructive transit. So like I know that's coming, but like I just like having her. Her, and she's going to have to interface with Uranus. But I just like yeah. having her in Taurus. I really do. I do, too. Yeah. I mean, obviously, because she's home. But I, I look at it, especially as when she's leaving, she's left Aries, where she had these, like, wild-ass parties, yeah. you know, <laughs> and bonfires and all this crazy stuff. And she's, like, finally home in her domain. And she's like, oh, I could finally just, like, rest in my beautiful, silky pillows and yeah. just chill you know I can, I can eat my chocolates and my my salad yeah. with vinaigrette dressing <laughs> raspberry vinaigrette yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean it's definitely a comfort spot for her and I always feel like too it's a very inspiring um space yeah. for her so you know the muses are coming back they're inspiring to make music for dancing, for laughter, for just joy all around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think this is definitely going to be a time where yeah. we can be creative. Yeah. Like we can be creative. We can relax a little bit. Yeah. Um, I know there's going to be that Uranus thing, but like yeah. still, uh, but we can be creative. We can relax a little bit. And um, you know, Venus is also about like what we are in relation to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I also think well, anytime 
anytime Venus gets into a, a spot like this, I always think it's a good time where we can re- reevaluate like, you know, what is the relationship like with myself? What is mm-hmm. the what is the relationship I have with other people? And yeah. also, too, with that recent new moon, like, what have I learned about myself? What have I learned about other people? Like, how is this continuing to progress? And I always look to as Taurus is like a slower sign, like a slower moving sort of sign. Yeah. And so I feel like the connection between the head and heart will have time to process. Yeah. There's no pressure. Yeah. To yeah. do those things that are, it's not like that Aries energy where you're like, okay, this is good, but we got to like get on it, you know? Yeah. It's different. Like you said, it's that slower where you can take your time and really go through it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that fixed energy of just mm-hmm. like, if I want to lay here on the couch and be in burrito mode, <laughs> And just watch trash TV yeah. and let my brain drain or, right. or, you know, if you want to, or if you want to do the thing where you socially distance with a friend to have mm-hmm. coffee because you've had just a lot of experiences and you just want, you know, you just want to be able to talk to somebody about it. Like, it seems like that's like, this is like the prime time to do it. And now that the weather's warmer here in the Midwest, we can start doing that. Yes. Thank goodness. Wear your mask. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Even if you've been vaccinated, just saying. Yes. (laughs) I've been vaccinated. I wear my mask. I still don't really go anywhere. It's just, just do it. People, please. We want to leave our homes. Exactly. (laughs) So, but I'm excited about Venus and Taurus. And then on the 17th, we have Jupiter and Aquarius trine Mars and Gemini. Mm -hmm. This feels like a big transit to me. Yeah. Like, like, and I'm not talking like, not like a Saturn square Uranus or a Pluto conjunct Saturn. But it's just like a... It feels very expansive yeah. to me. That's actually the word I had in my notes. <laughs> oh, okay. I, and not just like to sit on that, but like expansive knowledge, uh, finding the details in the big picture. And then also I, I kind of was thinking like helping our others in our community and understanding that to build the large spaces, you still have to take it still takes small individual efforts. Yeah. To do so, you know? Yeah. Um, I had our thoughts are around how to take action and, and expanding our own worldview. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, so again, it goes back to that, like, I'm an individual, like moving around in this space, but how, how am I expanding my viewpoint from where I sit? Exactly. So, yeah. Now, I, I like what you had. That's really good, especially like the mention of community. Mm-hmm. I just I, and especially like what's going on in this changing world, you know, um, mm-hmm. but like and like what you said, it's time to expand our own viewpoints. You know, it's not just what we see. We have to allow others views 
to inform us, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Oh, exactly. Yeah. And I think what's, what's interesting too, is that, you know, like with the time of COVID, like there's a lot of online communities that are sprouting up because one, that's the only way we can really do it right now. But two, it's an opportunity to meet with people from different backgrounds and learn a bunch of stuff. Um, I I have a friend who is, uh, she's doing a lot of study right now, like around like, uh, like she's she's doing like YTT and stuff like that, but she's also taking other courses mm-hmm. and other courses and and being involved in other communities about how to like as a white person doing right. yoga respectfully. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you know, so she goes to these classes that are over Zoom. And, you know, now she's meeting new people and learning new things. It's that type of thing where it's like, we have a huge opportunity to be able to do that. Exactly. Yeah, it's set up for that now. Um, Because now it's not even like distance is an issue. You can Mm -hmm. go to a workshop in London when you're in America. You know, it's yeah. anywhere in the world. So N- Norwalk last year. Oh, it was awesome. Yes. You know, I mean, and they were like, this is our best attended Norwalk ever. And it's like, yeah, because mm-hmm. people who normally couldn't afford right. to take travel. a plane to, to travel can yep. just show up online. and Exactly. And let me just say, that was amazing. I don't know how they managed to pull all of that off so flawlessly when they had never done it before. Yeah, it was great. Incredible. It was great. But I think Laura is a Capricorn. Laura, um, (laughs) who, you know, she's the founder or like her family's the founder. Yeah. Anyway, she's Capricorn. So shit got done. (laughs) Yeah, shit got done. All right. And then next up we have... (laughs) <laughs> On April 18th, the Kazemi. Yay. <laughs> Mercury conjunct the sun in Aries. So Mercury, mm-hmm. ooh, Mercury's getting burnt up in the sun. Yeah. And, you know, what's interesting about that? Okay. So Mercury is coming in to Aries on, what was it? Like roughly this, yeah, this, what was it? Shoot. (laughs) Mercury, okay, Mercury enters Aries on the third. Yes. And the sun is at 17 degrees. Right. So Mercury isn't under the beams yet, but... As Mercury gets closer, actually, hang on, I might have made myself a liar there. <laughs> okay, hang on, hang on. Nope. It actually is. It's at it's actually at 15 degrees on the third, fourth. So right. Mercury is within that 15 degrees. So mm-hmm. Mercury can't really be seen because the beams of the sun are like. The blinding light. The blinding light. Yes. Right. Yes. So that's really interesting that Mercury comes into Aries 
he's got an opportunity to dry off, but we can't we can't see Mercury. Right. So it's Mercury not so outward, I guess. Yeah. So Mercury basically Mercury can't be seen. So Mercury isn't functioning mm-hmm. as at a, at his best or yeah. at its best. So when we get to the Kazemi on on the what did I say? Oh, the 18th. <laughs> God. Yeah, when I we know. get to the when we get to the Kazemi on April 18th. So that's the baptism by fire and then comes out the other side. Yeah. Starts trucking away from the sun because let's face it, Mercury moves pretty fast. Right. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oof. I just saw more like there might be some chatty conversations going on more privately, you know? Yeah. Um, and like I also visualized blueprints being made, but nobody mm-hmm. actually knows that you know, what's, what's underway just yet. Yeah. Well, and it looks like, like, as I'm animating this, it looks like Mercury stays pretty close to the sun. Yeah. Even after the sun gets into Taurus. Right. On roughly the 19th, 20th. Um, Mercury does not really get away from the sun until like later in the month so right so mercury is going to be kind of it's going to be burnt up for a little bit (laughs) yeah mercury is going to be burnt up for a little bit i feel like a lot of times even though it's like kazini it's like the good stuff is happening where you can't see it yeah you know it's a lot of like internal stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like s- the sun and Mercury going into Taurus, there might actually be more like tangible things being done. But again, we're just not going to be able to see that clearly, you know, yeah. it's kind of like when uh, I think about like the government <laughs> and yeah. like, there, there's a lot of work behind the scenes that we don't see a lot of times. And so we on we automatically go, well, they're not doing anything. And I'm not praising the government, by the way, but <laughs> it's just an analogy. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of stuff we're not seeing for a while. And then mm-hmm. we see it later come out, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's really interesting. So, so on, April 18th, we get the Mercury, we get Mercury conjunct the sun in Aries. Mm -hmm. And then very quickly on April 19th, Mercury and the sun move into Taurus together. Yes. And so, so we've got baptism, so we've got baptism by fire, but we've still got Mercury close to the sun. So Mercury is still like, kind of burnt up, but the sun is Mm -hmm. in the sign of Taurus, Mm co-present with Venus now. Yeah. And the way I view the sun being in Taurus is like, I can't help but think of the um, the bull Ferdinand. Yes. Like, I just want to smell the flowers. the flowers. Exactly. Like, I have a feeling that like, that's how we're going 
to be like that's where our sense of self will be but then like the thoughts and the speaking will all be like you said behind the scenes unseen we're not really seeing it Mm -hmm. and we're not really seeing Ferdinand for all he really is we're only seeing the (sighs) smell the flowers and I'm laying in the sun and warming myself you know yeah yeah (laughs) But then the bee comes along and stings you in the ass. Yes. (laughs) And then, which is a perfect description for the next aspect, which is on April 22nd, which is Venus and Taurus conjunct Uranus. Yeah. So she was fine. Yes. (laughs) Lazing about the place. And then a bee comes and stings Venus on the ass. Right. (laughs) I'm hoping, hoping, you know, because I always, as much as my Saturnian ass is uh, doom and gloom, I try to look at the the silver lining. (laughs) Um, And I'm hoping it's even maybe a sudden material gain for people, you know, like out of nowhere. Or the one thing I was thinking about was maybe it's a you're surprising yourself with realizing some things you used to not value is really important now. Mm -hmm. So like in the last year, we realized how much we need toilet paper, how much we need soap, (laughs) you know, like all these like home things, comforts that also we need um, that we might've taken Mm -hmm. for granted before. Mm -hmm. And now we're like, Oh yes make sure we have all the things we in our home, you know, Mm -hmm. so who knows? I also think with Uranus being at play and with Venus, Mm -hmm. with, with Venus and Uranus being in the position that they're in. And then with the prior to that, with the sun and Mercury, where there's this new, there's this new feeling now of like, we're in Taurus. Yeah. And stuff's happening behind the scenes. I can't help but wonder if there will be some revelations around. I did not like that thing as much as I thought I did. True. Yeah. And when I say, and please, when I say that thing, I'm mm-hmm. that could be, that could be an activity that you used to do. It could be, I mean, it could also be someone that you're in relationship with. No, I'm not trying to say people or things, right, <laughs> but, yeah. um, but I think there could be a sense of like, I didn't, I, maybe I did not enjoy that as much as I did. Or the other okay. thing it could be is with Uranus, we can always be finding something new. So it could be that shaking of the fi- foundation of like, I found this new thing mm-hmm. and it came to me via this hidden channel. Right. Or this unsuspected way or from this unsuspecting person that I was not, that was not in my front view, was in my peripheral view. And now this thing has come into my life or this thing is leaving my life and that's okay too. Yeah. Like, I hope I explained that well. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it's like those sudden realizations that you're like, "Uh, oh, you know. Yeah. Even if it was like, whether it was some something was leaving or coming in, this is the moment where it goes ding. You know, it's the light bulb moment. 
Yeah. And with it being in Taurus, I do think that it's probably going to be something that's very real world. Yeah. Physical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Gonna be a money. Money. Actually, (laughs) also, I noticed the moon will be trying. Virgo moon will be trying that day with all of that. Oh. And I just thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know, spin, I guess. That's kind of nice, actually, because I feel like the Virgo moon can bring in some grounding, especially if it's a trine. Yes. You know? So it might be a little easier, whatever that sudden or surprise thing is, might be Mm -hmm. able to ground it out or at least think through it in a more like structured way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Be able to look at it in practical terms. Yes. Okay, we're trucking through the month. And up next is one of one of my personal favorites. April 23rd, Mars enters Cancer. Okay. So Mars is this is not a happy place for Mars. This is an adverse placement for Mars. As a matter of fact, let me get my other binder. Yeah. Um, what is it is it? in bounds here, just the first few degrees. So it's going to be like the best spot it can be for a little bit, but it's not great. <laughs> yeah, it is. Mars is said to be in his depression in Cancer. Yeah. Right. And degrees one through seven or zero through seven, I should say, are in the bounds. So Mars enters Cancer and is just like, oh, cool. I get the nice suite, but I only get it for Mm -hmm. seven degrees or whatever. Right, only for a little bit. Yeah, only for a little bit. And then he has to move to the (laughs) not-so-great room. (laughs) The closet. Yeah, I he's he's in the cupboard under the stairs, right? (laughs) Well, being a Mars and Cancer, I can kind of speak to this. Oh, please do. It's it's I'm going to just out myself right now. It's might be a little difficult for people to not be passive aggressive during this time. Um, So just kind of try to watch your reactions to people, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and taking things personally when maybe it's not really, it's nothing that you should take personally. Um, but it can also super, it can be like really protective. Mm-hmm. So it's like the mama bear, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, like over mothering helicopter parenting, like, yes. Is that what you mean? I don't want yeah, to put exactly. words in your mouth. <laughs> or yeah. I mean, it can be helicopter, but it can also be like, did you just mess with my kid? And the kid oh, can yeah. be anything you care about, you know? Yeah. Um, you better watch out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just being aware of those, that energy that day, or like for a little bit while Mars trucks through cancer is yeah probably good. Because <laughs> Yeah, because Mars is going to be there. I mean, Mars stays in a sign, what, like five to six weeks, roughly? Right. You know, also, the moon will be squaring it in Libra like that I think the day after 
Because what I had was, you know, for a difficult placement like that, you would try to focus your anger or whatever that's coming up into social efforts. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to be constructive. I will say I fail a lot. <laughs> so don't beat yourself up if you can't, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, I just animated it and it looks like Mars is going to be in Cancer until June 12th. It doesn't get into Leo until June yes. 12th. You're right. Yep. So that's going to be a minute. Yeah. That's going to be a minute. Right. So, um, and I always look at Mars in Cancer as Mars being in a diving bell mm-hmm. and like just deep diving down into the ocean. And, yep. <laughs> and Mars is just kind of like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> not used to this there's yeah. there's there's a lot of feelings here right <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that's the other thing is that mars is in this very like feeling and protective mm-hmm. and mothering place which is like yeah very Doesn't really know how to function yeah, very well <laughs> very different from like how mars normally functions right so the good news is though is that Mars will only be opposite Capric- uh, uh, uh will only be opposite Pluto for a little bit this go <laughs> yeah for a little oh, yeah. yeah I mean because like remember when we had the triad of doom mm-hmm. and oh god yes um last year yeah because um, what was it it was like Saturn Pluto and like the South Node when yeah you're right when I mean that was like a couple of years ago that was over a summer and I just remember that summer being like could we have I I would like you know just a little bit more emotional turmoil for everyone around me Jesus (laughs) (laughs) so true I know and I'm not I mean I have Mars opposing Pluto, my natal Mars is opposing like the current Pluto right now. So when that, yeah, comes around to that, Mm -hmm. it's, it's probably going to be doubly a little bit rough, you know, but, um, just knowing, you know, at the end of this, you know, when it gets to the end of cancer, it might feel a little bit more pressure. I mean, that's, you know, in June, but so yeah, that's. Yeah. Mm. I get to have Mars and Cancer co-present with my Saturn. Oh, yay. So. <laughs> that was that was a joke. Not, <laughs> no, not yay. <laughs> That's oh. going to be a great time. Right. So <laughs> thank God it's not retrograde there, though, because it only no. just be, it'll be like a couple of days of like. <laughs> yeah. That's what do you true. think you're doing? Who do you think you are? right yeah so yeah I think just people need to like watch how they react to things you know yeah it's gonna be it'll be a sensitive time I think yeah but give yourself a break at the same time right yep so and then on April 24th we have what I guess what I'm going to call is an absolute mess (laughs) 
I tend to agree. <laughs> let's let's just take this one a little bit at, at a, time. a time. Okay. okay. So April 24th, Mercury in Taurus will conjunct Uranus in Taurus. Mm-hmm. Um, I put for this, <laughs> the revolution will be televised on the radio and on the internet. TikTok is going to be a mess. <laughs> and this is just going to be a say what you mean, mean what you say. Like stuff is just going to be flying out of your fucking face. And yeah. you're going to be like, wow, did I say that out loud? I guess I did. Now, right. you know what I mean? Like. Can't put it back in. Nope. Can't put it back in. You said can't the put, thing. Put toothpaste back in the tube. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had, it's going to be a wild day because we have two signs that are kind of known to be erratic joining together. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Mercury's in Taurus, so the mind is a little more sluggish. Right. You know, so... Maybe that'll help. Maybe it'll be like that whole like, and then you don't say it or you try to say it and it comes out the wrong way. And then it's still, it's still a fucking mess. Well, exactly. I was (laughs) going to say, even if you try to say it, it's going to come out wrong. And then you're like, no, I didn't, I didn't mean that. (laughs) doesn't matter. It's too late. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's too late. You're just going to have to apologize and try to do better, I guess. Social media that day, um, if you want to, if that would be a good time for you to just be like, I'm going to surrender the screens for a 24 hour period. Have a little break. Because that is when people like on TikTok are going to be stitching videos and yelling Mm -hmm. at people. And (laughs) and that is also going to be like if you're on Facebook, that's just going to be the flame war that starts and has no end. Don't go into the comments section. Yes. Just just I mean, you shouldn't anyways, but particularly this day. (laughs) But Also, too, like our minds are going to be like, well, I wonder what that's all about. And we're going to we're going to wander in there. So, yes, (laughs) I know. Well, the other thing I had and sorry, this may be jumping ahead so you can stop me if you want. But oh, no, go ahead. It's also squaring Saturn. Yeah. Stuff. And it could be into like us wanting to jump into something but others needing you to slow down or vice versa where others, you know, others want to jump into something and you're like, whoa, 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 you know? Yeah. Well, because that same day we get Venus, uh, Venus will also square Saturn in Aquarius and Mercury will be conjunct Venus and also squaring Saturn. Yes. So we get like this, we get like this weirdo combo of like, right. in the beginning of the day, Mercury comes and conjuncts Uranus and mm-hmm. is jacking stuff up. Right. And then, and then, and is also square Saturn at the same time. Yeah. So it's kind of like messing stuff up, but Saturn is like trying to bring some sort of grounding or boundary to it. Right. And then... Mercury keeps moving forward, uh, conjuncts Venus and Taurus. But then Venus is also squaring Saturn, (laughs) which 
is not the sexiest transit for Venus. But I always feel like with Venus, Saturn transits, whether they're a square, trine, whatever, like Saturn is always trying, and she's in her home sign, Saturn's in the home sign. So they can, it's a square, but they can have a good grounding conversation. Right. So maybe all of the disruption. Yeah. That was started, like there'll be some type of resolution. Yeah, I think it'll slow down at the end of the day where, like you said, it's like Saturn and Venus can have this conversation, even if it's a debate, at least it's a respectful debate, you know, mm-hmm. where, okay, now things are starting to like calm down a little bit, less frantic energy anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And also too, looking back at like, just a few days ago, like the transits that were happening there where, you know, we've got Mercury in this place of being hidden. Yes. Maybe this is when, you know, with with the Mercury Uranus, maybe it's when this stuff rises to the surface. That's true. It's kind of like busting out of the doors like, oh, God, finally, I'm free. Yeah. You know, yeah, that can become a little bit too much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's coming up to breathe. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's going to be an interesting, that's going to be an interesting couple of days. Mm -hmm. Because before that, we're going to start to feel it. And then, you know, it'll hit on the 24th. And then a few days after is going to be the the cleaning crew that comes in. Exactly. (laughs) Sorry, sorry about the mess. Yeah. (laughs) Silly string everywhere, I swear. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then let's see, on the 26th, we get two things. We get a full moon and Scorpio. And then we also get Pluto station retrograde. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the full moon first, because yeah. I know the moon is in fall in Scorpio, but I like a Scorpio moon because the moon is in my first house. See, and I don't really have much going on there, but I actually do also love a Scorpio full moon. Yeah. I I think it's sexy. Mm-hmm. A little bit broody, but sexy. <laughs> yeah. And the moon will be, it'll, it'll sextile Pluto in its current position in mm-hmm. Capricorn. Um, and it'll also be, because it's in Scorpio, it's going to be opposite Uranus. Mm-hmm. So I think there could be some some unsettling energy mm-hmm. to the Scorpio full moon because you know Uranus is just kind of like yo moon <laughs> here to shake up your emotions how, how you exactly. doing over there <laughs> exactly but with Pluto providing that sextile of like well I like Pluto will be like I see that you're upset mm-hmm. why don't we get to the bottom of it yep you know absolutely I mean not as I don't really always see Pluto as being friendly, but right. like. <laughs> but he sees through. Yeah. And focuses right into the issue, you know, mm-hmm. at hand. Well, so. and this moon always, and especially with this, it, it reminds me of the Hades Persephone myth. Yes. And I know that like a lot of the traditional myths are he, you know. They're not um, great. No, they're <laughs> we'll just say they're violent. not great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. they're violent. They're not great. <laughs> and 
I hope this isn't me being like, I don't know, naive or whatever, but anyone that reads webtoons, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a, um, there's one on Hades and Persephone and I'm totally addicted to it. And I feel like it, it's called Lore Olympus. Okay. So okay. if anybody wants to go check it out, um, but it, I felt like it tells this tale of like, okay, it was pretty erratic how things happened, but ultimately Persephone had a say in what she wanted and yeah. it's actually kind of sexy, you know? Yeah. So, so that's where I see the Scorpio moon, especially, you know, like Taurus season. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. There yeah. was, um, there was a comic that like did the Persephone story reimagined mm-hmm. where she did have the choice. She, it was a choice that she made. Yes. Like it was like, it was, it was her consent. Yeah. It was her consent. And, you know, and like, I, I think if I'm not mistaken, like Hakate was like the one who kind of helped it yes. happened because she was keeping things unseen, you know? That's, yes. And, uh, you know, like Mercury being under the beams with the sun. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, um, and it's really, the the part of the comic that I love the most is when it's time for her to leave. Yeah. You know, it's just mm-hmm. this, it's, there's just like this, there's like this deep sadness because they have such a deep love for each other that, exactly. you know, he does yeah. not want her to leave and it's right. just incredibly sad, Yeah, you know, but that was the deal that they had. They came up with. Yeah. That, yeah. That was the deal that they had to come up with. So, right. yeah. And, you know, what, what's the meme like Hades, you know. Had one wife, never cheated on her. <laughs> yes. Like he's the only God that was like totally like loyal to yeah. who he loved, you know? Mm-hmm. So and hello. I love I love too that Persephone allows for because we we see our I mean the we see ourselves in the gods if you will and she allows for us to be a walking contradiction you know yeah. she's she's the goddess of spring and also the queen of the underworld right you know you can be one thing and another yeah you can be all, you know you can be these things simultaneously together like yes. the b and binary is for boring yes (laughs) well and that's just it it's like for so long we have been told like well if you're this then you can't be this you know Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with um you know oh well you I thought you were better than that but then forgetting that we're also human and we make mistakes and sometimes we're not great and ugly yeah (laughs) you know yeah yeah totally yeah think we have to own our not greatness right that's true yeah <laughs> we, we might we might be a happier world if we did right <laughs> well so, oh go ahead I was gonna say with Pluto stationing retrograde I, something that I that brought, was brought to my attention the last couple months Pluto hasn't really aspected a ton you mm-hmm. know but now it's gonna start moving a little bit backwards and I feel like it's the dog snipping out shit you know, what did I miss? So, yeah. Yeah. And it's a, I mean, Pluto is a slower moving planet. 
Right. So this won't do is too much, but yeah, it won't do too much. But the thing, well, in my chart, he's doing plenty right now. Well, but mine too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just depends on where Ooh, you this, fall. And this year God. is, you know, yeah. got, got a big Pluto transit. But eh, right. you know what? I'll be honest. It was not nearly as bad as Pluto opposite my Saturn. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. That's, <laughs> that's a big one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's kind of like, look, I think it's an opportunity to review where we've been over the last couple of months. Right. And then just, yeah, like you said, the dog sniffing out stuff. Just, you know, it's an opportunity to unearth something that Mm -hmm. was hidden that we need to see. And unfortunately, sometimes we don't always want to see the worms under the rock. But the thing is, is that once we see it, at least we can do something about it. Yes, Exactly. And sometimes those worms are helpful. Yes. Yes. Can't have a good garden without them. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can't have a good garden without them. So and then let's see, the last aspect we have is April 30th, Sun conjunct Uranus. Woo. And all I had written for this one was inner revelations question mark. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, actually. Um, I mean, I kind of had you know, something's rumbling, though we might mm-hmm. not know exactly what it is yet. There's like inklings of maybe a little surprise disruption. So it'd probably be just a good time to prepare ourselves, but also relinquish control because we don't know what it is, you know, necessarily. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And let's see. So that day, April 30th. Mm, so it's not happening in the month of April, but it will be happening the next month. We're going to have the sun will, um, will, will, will square Saturn. Oh, I, al- yes. I always find, I always find um, Saturn sun transits really interesting. Yeah. Because they seem like pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, and so, they're so different from mm-hmm. each other. Um, so I'm kind of wondering. Like, oh, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, the you go sun, first. Yeah, the sun is, you know, well, he's not always, but most of the time, shiny, happy people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Saturn is like, yeah, but did you see this? You know, yeah. so that's that's a tough aspect. Well, Saturn is death. I mean, if, Mm -hmm. you know, if the sun is our sense of self. Yeah. Saturn is like, oh, yeah, by the way, you fly around in a meat ship all the time. Yes. (laughs) You're not going to be here for a very long time. So exactly what are you doing to live your best life? Right. Have you thought it through? That can be a bit of a downer. Yeah. But what I find interesting is that so we might have had like this inner quaking of like, what is that? What is that? And then a few days later, Saturn is going to come in and, and quote unquote work as magic. Right. <laughs> right. So, Whatever hey, that looks like. Yeah, there's it's... there's that to look forward to. Yeah. So but with that, that's 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 April. Before we go today, there is something that I want to make mention of. Like um, on this podcast, I've been trying to uh, uplift basically BIPOC 
or or uh, causes that I think are important. And the one that I wanted to mention for the forecast this month is MMIW. And if you don't know what that stands for, it stands for Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women. And it is, it's, it's a huge problem. Um, I was on social media today and saw that six women from South Dakota are missing. And this goes unreported. A lot of the times it's not really looked into. And there is uh, mmiwusa.org. If you want to go there to find out more about it, and also you can donate there as well. I just want to uplift this because it's just something that isn't really talked about all that much. And I figure if I can note it, and it even if it reaches a few people and we get a few people to donate, like that's worth it. So please go to mmiwusa.org. Did you did I should ask you, do you have anything that you want to uplift this month? Oh, well, actually, and that, like you said, is really important because it's not talked about enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it does go under the radar a lot. Yeah, but i I did find a organization that, and it's funny because I was like looking for this particularly. Um, it's therapy for black girls. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, it's just a organization that provides resources and therapy for black women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really important because I mean, at the base level from what we have done to BIPOC, mm-hmm. you know, in society, the very least we need to be giving or they need to be given is a space for them to process. I mean, yeah, PTSD from having to just live their lives, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really the organization I've been really interested in lately. Um, I want to make sure I get the website. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So it's therapy for black girls.com. Okay. Um, cool. So yeah, that's the one I'm, I've been really into. So, okay. Well, I will, um, I will make sure that I put both of those in the show notes as well. So people can click a link and take them there. So, all right. Well, thank you for that. And again, thank you for being here. I'm going to say that April is complete. All right. (laughs) Thank you for having me always. All right. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and subscribe. For more information, please go to our website at somethinginthestars.com. Until next time, take care.